said, And the people spake against God and against Moses. Wherefore have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? For there is no bread, neither is there any water, nor our soul loatheth this light bread. And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against thee, praying to the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. And Moses prayed for the people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Make thee a fiery serpent, and set it upon a pole. It shall come to pass that every one that is bitten, when he looketh upon it, shall live. And Moses made a serpent of brass, and put it upon a pole. It came to pass that if a serpent had bitten any man, when he, had be, when he beheld the serpent of brass, he lived. And the children of Israel set forward and pitched in Oboth. They journeyed from Oboth and pitched to the... Look at that a minute. Ijebarim, all right, in the wilderness which is before Moab toward the sunrising. From thence they removed and pitched in the valley of Zared. From thence they removed and pitched on the other side of Arnid which is in the wilderness that cometh out of the coast of the Amorites. For Arnon is the border of Moab, between Moab and the Ammonites. Wherefore it is said in the book of the wars of the Lord, when he did what he did in the Red Sea and in the brooks of Arnon, that the stream of the brook that goeth down to the dwelling of Ar, and lieth upon the border of Moab, and from thence they went to Beer, that is, the well whereof the Lord spake unto Moses, Gather the people together, and I will give them water. Then Israel sang this song, Spring up, O well, sing you into it. The princes digged the well, and the nobles of the people digged it by the direction of the lawgiver with their staves. And from the wilderness they went to Matanah, and from Matanah to Nahalia, and from Nahalia to Bamoth. And from Bamoth in the valley, which is in the country of Moab, on the top of Pisgah, which looketh toward Jesheman. All right, I want to turn your attention to the 17th verse. And while I read that again, then Israel sang this song, Spring up, O well, sing ye into it. The princes digged the well, the nobles of the people digged it by the direction of the lawgiver with their staves. Father, we thank you tonight for your written word, that which is our reality, that, Father, which is written for our example, Father, and that which we can extract and move it from that day and make it pertinent to our day. We thank you, O Lord, for your service. We thank you for the joys of salvation, the freedom, Master, that we receive from day to day from you, and you're the only one who can set us free. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Reading from the 21st chapter, 16th to the 18th verse, simply talks about a song that Israel sang that said, Spring up, O well. Now, I need to lay a little background for this before we get into the gist of the message. This well where they was at, or from the Greek, it's pigi, which simply means uh, fountain or spring, was the same well that was created by Almighty God when he told Moses to strike the rock 
and water would come out from the rock. Exodus 17, 6 says, Behold, I stand before thee there on the rock in Herob, and thou shalt smite the rock, and there shall come water out of it. Also in Numbers 20, 11, it's the same one that Moses was told to speak to the rock, and he smote the rock twice. Now, you need to take notice in Israel's wanderings, they had occasion to use this well or this spring or this fountain often. One thing you need to notice that what God had created, what God had made with the striking of Moses' rod, did not need to be created again and again by God's mighty hand. When God does something, it is there forever. Let's, create that, let's go over that again. This well was created by the mighty hand of God. He told Moses to strike the rock, and Moses struck the rock, and waters gushed forth, and it was there all the time. It didn't have to be created again and again. That's what Moses got in trouble for, is when he smote the rock, when God said, all you've got to do is speak to it. But because of the lack of use, the spring or the fountain or the well become covered with debris, and it fails to, string, to spring forth. Now, knowing this, the princes of Israel, under direction of the lawgiver, used their staves or their rods or their spades to uncover the spring as the people saying, Spring up, O well. Now, I said all that to say this. You say it's not pertinent to our day, but I think 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter and the 4th verse, identifies the rock from whence that water came. And certainly it is pertinent to our day. The Bible says, And they did all drink the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock which followed them, and that rock was Christ. You see, it was not a new thing. Hallelujah. It didn't just happen 2,000 years ago, but he was with Israel in the wilderness, and there he was, and as always, he was the supplier of water to a thirsty soul. Can you say amen? amen. And he's still the supplier of water to a thirsty soul. If we're thirsty, the Bible tells us that we can come unto him and we can drink. I think St. John talks about it. Fourth chapter says, But whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst, Say it again, shall never thirst, but the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into what? Into everlasting life. Hallelujah. I think somebody said, because he lives is why I live tonight. It's because he is the water from the rock, and he is the rock. It's why I am not thirsty tonight. Hallelujah. Because I can go to the rock of salvation even today some thousands of years later, and I can find in him life-slaking water that comes from the rock of salvation. That spiritual rock that was with them, thank God, in the wilderness is with us tonight and we only need to speak to it and when we speak to it, brother, listen, waters come forth from it. But he tells us that we have to go there. Whosoever drinketh 
of this water that I shall give. <laughs> Hallelujah. Whosoever drinketh, it said it wasn't enough for it to be there. Somebody had to be thirsty enough to drink it. Hallelujah. It's not enough for God's Spirit to come and permeate our services. We have to be thirsty enough to drink of the waters of living water in our soul. And we have to be hungry enough to accept what He has given for us. Hallelujah. In other words, friend, if we're thirsty, we've got something to drink. If we're not thirsty, of course, we're not going to drink it. It doesn't make any difference how great God is. It doesn't make any difference how mighty He is. He is still dependent on what we want from Him. And if there's thirsty people tonight, there's water from the rock. Hallelujah. People out here in this world is thirsty, and they don't even know where the rock is. But friend, you and I know where the rock of salvation is, and we are invited to come and drink of the water of life freely and it springs up into somebody say it unto everlasting life now that sounds like it's a long time doesn't it I'm going to uh, I'm going to identify the water some old scriptures but sometimes it's good if we rehash it uh, there is water that comes from that St. John says it himself in the last day that great day of the feast <laughs> Thank God Jesus chose the last day of the feast to come. Somebody said, well, the Jews were waiting for him, and he didn't come because of that, but he come and waited the last day because all Israel had been under command to be at the feast in the last days. And Jesus had a message that he wanted all Israel to hear. He's got a message that he wants all of us to hear. And his voice rings down through the corridors of time to our day and says the same thing to us. says, in the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water that spake he of the spirit that they should believe on him would receive for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified but it wasn't very long after that at the time the Holy Ghost descended and came and flooded the soul and hearts of men and set a church in motion and filled individuals with the Holy Ghost and that water has been flowing thank God all of this time and it flows to your in mine. Well, glory. I said, well, glory. Thank God for the well. Thank God for the water that comes from the well. Isaiah saw it 750 years before it happened when he proclaimed, whole, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And then it happened. You know the story as well as I do. A fountain was opened on the day of Pentecost. And a rock had been smitten. Jesus Christ himself was the rock. And he had been smitten. They took him with cruel hands. They mocked him and laughed at him. Hallelujah. They pushed a crown of thorns down on his head. And they lacerated his back with a cat of nine tails. Put the cross upon his shoulders. And so weary and so hard was it. And he fell under the load. And he still held his integrity. Because he was working out something for us. He realized the rock had to be. 
be smitten before anyone could come to us. He had to suffer. He had to die before we could feel what we feel here tonight. And it turned it in our soul. He had to die, friend. He had to die. He had to be buried at more than anything else. He had to raise again and ascend into the heaven and came in the form of the Holy Ghost. And he says, if you want to drink, I'm here. If you want to drink, I am here. And it was opened. Do you know the funny thing about that? That I was challenged by some years ago was just what happened. Have you ever saw a picture of Moses smiting the rock? Any picture you look at depicts him smiting the rock. Here comes a stream of water. But that's not what he said in Psalms 105. Bible says the people ask, and he brought quails, and he satisfied them with the bread from heaven. And then it said, and he opened the rock, and the waters gushed forth. Hallelujah, the waters gushed forth. In other words, that well had had come into being it was a new thing and it didn't trickle down the highway it didn't trickle down the mountainside when he smote that rock waters gushed forth and all Israel three million and a half people had enough to drink from that one well hallelujah a friend that tells me that we don't need anything outside the Holy Ghost because it can flow through the whole world and everybody can make of it and there'll still be something there for us to drink hallelujah it's there for us water from the rock of salvation Hallelujah, it's been smitten. A fountain's been opened. It's still there for us. And all we need to do is get thirsty enough to say, Oh God, I'm dry and I'm thirsty and I need a drink and the waters are still flowing forth. Can you say amen? Hallelujah, I determined tonight I was going to take my time. It's hard on a boy. Hallelujah, but there's something about it when you talk about a rock and when you talk about what Jesus has done. And when you talk about what we have in our possession. And when you talk about something that will satisfy a thirsty soul. And you're talking about Jesus, friend. There's something about it that makes you want to shout, Hallelujah! He remembered me. He saw me. I said, He saw me. He saw me wondering. He saw me dry. He saw me thirsty. He saw this old alcoholic boy and it was in misery, done everything in this whole world that a man could do. And he saw me dying and he saw me having time couldn't do anything for me. And I said, God, I'm thirsty. I need a drink. And he said, it's right there. It's right there. Water's gushed forth. It's been smitten. Amen. A way has been made. Now, in case you don't know where I'm going, uh, let me get back to what I had to say. Fountain was opened on the day of Pentecost. Revelation says, Whosoever will, I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountains of the water of life freely. And then Acts says, For the promise. I said, For the promises unto you and to your children and to all that are far off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. Our friend, I said all that to say this. When Moses smote that rock, that fountain was brought into existence. 
time and time again in the wonderings of the children of Israel, they came back to that same fountain. The only thing wrong with that fountain was it was covered with debris. It was covered with things that covered it up. What used to be open and flowing and gushing out, now for the lack of use, debris had fallen in it. And it wasn't flowing freely. And they knew where the well was. I said they knew where the well was. I said they knew where the well was. And they found that. And they had a certain area, a certain thing they did. While the leaders and while the people there came and took their spades and took the debris and the dirt out of that, the people stood around and said, Spring up a well. Spring up a well. In other words, they were thirsty. They needed something to drink. And they knew it was there. But they knew somebody had to uncover that thing and let it flow again. And they were singing and people were working and they were digging. They wanted that well, that same source of water that it had before. Now, friend, the Holy Ghost has been given. All right. And you don't have to get it again and again and again and again. It's just as good as it was. That day the found one is open. And Jesus said, it belongs to us. All we need to do is clean a little debris out of it. It hadn't been used in a while. I said it hadn't been used for a while. We haven't been thirsty for a little while. And we've wandered around in the wilderness. And we've come back. And we need to get thirsty. And we need to know that the well is there. How many of us know the well's there? We know it's there. Yes, we do. And when we get thirsty, we come to that. That friend, we got to have something to get the debris out of it. To get the mud out of it. To get the fleshly things out of it. And while we're spading that away, and while the preacher is preaching, and the ministers are ministering, our saints need to be singing, Spring up, oh well. Spring up, oh well. Visit us like you did in the days of old. Overshadow us with thy divine presence. And entice us, entice us with that water. Let it spring out. Friend, tonight has cleared the debris that's collected from non-use of the power that is within us. Has cleared away all of that. And let's sing, spring up, oh well, spring up. And let's get thirsty enough to go back. Hallelujah, where we first found it. How many of you remember when you first came and Jesus said, I'm the Satan. 2,000 years ago, I was smitten and I was smitten for you. And when I was smitten and the blood flowed, fountains opened up and waters gushed forth and it covered the world. Hallelujah. And we, one time, whether it was at an altar prayer or whether it was in our work or wherever, we was thirsty and we needed something and somebody said a well is Jesus and somebody said you can find the well and we run there and we begin to say I'm thirsty I need some water I need a drink and the Holy Ghost began to flow and it began to invade our whole body and took over our soul and we went away from there filled with the power of the Holy Ghost it was everything we ever wanted. Everything we ever needed. It was. It was our healer. It was our deliverer. It was our comforter. It was our neighbor. It was our friend. 
It was communion, whatever we wanted. When we first got the Holy Ghost, that's everything we needed. We didn't need anything else. Hallelujah. 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 But then after they drank, and they went and should have went into the promised land, but they didn't. And they wondered. And then they'd come back to this well. Hundreds of years later, uh, several years later, let's rephrase that. Several years later, they'd come back to this well. And they'd be thirsty. And God said, I'm not going to make another well. I'm not going to open up another one. It's been smitten once. That's enough. And so they came back. And that thing wasn't gushing like it ought to be. It was trickling a little bit because you can't stop the flow of God. It was trickling a little bit. But there wasn't enough there to quench the thirst of three and a half million people. And they knew that. That they knew it was there. They knew that it was had power to do it. And saw it do that one time before. And watched it come out. And they watched three million people drink. And they wasn't thirsty anymore. And so they said, we know it's there. And we're going to move.